0: Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Touch by Horse. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel. And I'm here with your host today, Daylin Larche Sigmund. I love that name, Larche. Thank you. That's fun to say, as Buddy the Elf would say. <laughs> That's fun <laughs> to say.
1: <laughs> I get to spell it a lot.
0: <laughs> I bet. I bet you do. Daylin, it's nice to meet you. Um, I can't wait to talk to you today because I know that you have a very specific niche um, in terms of what you work with, and I won't, I won't spoil it. I'll just ask you. But um, what, let's just start there. Let's just start with who, who do you serve and what is your specific niche in the world?
1: Uh, so I have a real passion for grief and loss. Um, when I was 19, I experienced incredible loss in my life. And I remember being in the bath one night, um, home from college. My grandpa had just died and he was my world. And mm. I could hear my mom talking to my uncle on the phone saying, I don't know what to do for her. And I don't know how to help her and, you know, tears flowing and I didn't know how to help myself. I was 19. And, yeah, you know, I, as we talked about uh, beforehand, I lost... My grandpa, about a week later, I lost my first grade teacher who really was the world to me, also, and my inspiration for becoming a first grade teacher. I lost my sweet mate from the year before. She and her parents and her sister were killed in a head on collision. Um, And I lost us. um, I was a resident assistant, and one of my residents committed suicide and was missing for several days before we found her. And I Got to call her parents and tell her at the ripe old age of 19. Wow. And uh, not long later, one of my sorority sisters was killed in a car wreck.
0: This was how much time frame between all of these?
1: Maybe three months, maybe. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't know how to cope. I was a mess. I was literally yeah. looking through newspapers um, to see if there were people in the obituaries that I knew. On a daily basis, because that's what I expected mm. to have happen.
0: Right. Wow. And
1: fast forward uh, six and a half years ago, it was March twelfth, twenty thirteen. I lost my seventeen-year-old son to stage four cancer. Wow. And again, mm. my world was ripped. Mm. In goosebumps. Uh, mm.
0: My world was shattered. Yeah.
1: Shattered. And again, didn't know how to help myself. Didn't. Didn't know where to turn, did some talk therapy, felt like I was telling the same story every week for months and months and months. Right. Didn't know how to put the pieces back together, yeah. you know, in my life. And and then I found Equine Gushel Coaching.
0: How did you find it, by the way? How, how did you get introduced to it?
1: A friend of mine knew a coach who was doing a re, uh, retreat in Arizona and mm-hmm. she tagged me and said, Daylynn, you really need to do this retreat. You take such good care of everybody else through your nonprofit and all the other things you do. You need to take care of yourself. It's time for you to start healing. Mm. And that was three, about three years ago. And couldn't do it. Couldn't afford it.
0: Mm. Um,
1: Mm. Wasn't working again at the time. Had tried to go back to teaching. Wasn't working. So I was in one of my off periods trying to reinvent myself again. And Mm. ended up, she did a GoFundMe and within about a week and a half had raised enough money for three sessions of the coaching. And my very first session working with Devin and the horses, Hmm. uh, by the you know snot, what do you call it? Like the snot bubble cry. Oh yeah, just the ugly ugly cry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh because
1: in Gestalt we really get into it and you have to live your pain again in order to finish it and Mm. and heal from it. And after that first session, her horse literally stood next to me Mm. and with his right hoof did a cha-cha to the front and then to the back and to the front again and to the back. And I looked at my coach and said, what is he doing? Mm. Mm. You know, what do you think he's doing? So, well, he's clearly happy. Mm. You know, why do you think that is? Because I finally was able to let some of that uh, incredible heartache that, yeah. That trauma, that grief, I was able to leave it there. And
0: what question? Why? Why? What is it about gestalt and this type of work that allowed you to leave it there? What, whereas in talk therapy, you couldn't. Like, what? What's different that makes it hap- Allow you to leave it. Leave it.
1: You know, in in talk therapy, we get a, a really good intellectual understanding of what's going on. Yeah. For me, it was simply telling my story over and over and over again. And I, I didn't feel like that was helping mm. me.
0: Right. I right, do right.
1: know there's definitely a place for that with so many people. Right. With the gestalt, we have that somatic response. Mm-hmm. We're finding where we feel it in our body. We're finishing, revisiting, finishing, closing right. up mm-hmm. um, mm. that that piece of unfinished business mm. so that we can... Um, reopen the energy get the energy flowing again right. and begin living again right and the horses are magical mm-hmm. yes yeah. nice, right i know you yeah. do a lot of these interviews and you right, hear right. it but yeah.
0: there's always great stories around the the magic of that experience
1: yeah and it's it's hard to say it's magic but <laughs> they are such kind Mm. gentle, understanding, compassionate, sensitive, energetic beings who truly want to help us heal. Right. And they, almost like a sponge, yeah. You know, soak up our pain and that blockage of energy and they're able to clear it for us. Take yeah. it, knowing that they get to drop it in the sand. It's right, not their right. job to keep it for us. Right. Was
0: there a part of you as a parent going into that, that really didn't want to do it because you didn't want to relive the, the, the pain of it? Or were you excited about it, hoping that there was something next?
1: You know, my first session, I really had no idea what I was getting myself into. I, I walked into it blindly. I just knew I got to meet some new person and, yeah. and hang out with horses.
0: But before you got there, were you like, I don't really want to go? Or were you like, I'm really excited to go?
1: I was excited because I got to hang out with the horse. Oh, and
0: nice.
1: Yeah. And I knew that it was going to help me somehow and I mm. would feel new. And that was about yeah. it. I, mean, I really did not know what I was there to do except mm. it was coaching. Right. Right? I know so, a lot of
0: parents. Um, I would imagine that uh, – I know that you work with a lot of parents who have lost uh, their children – I do. Um, and I'm curious, what do you notice? Like When you work with parents, are they also excited for moving on or are, are they
1: Well, yeah. Apprehensive? So going back to that, um, I have since done probably four more big pieces of work. And the mm-hmm. biggest one that I was afraid to relive, mm-hmm. but went into it knowing that it was going to heal me and right. help me to walk forward in my life. The, the biggest piece was the moment that my son died and mm. I had such trauma over watching him die. Mm. It wasn't peaceful mm. like you hear with older people. And, and I held my hand, my grandma's hand when she died. I held my great aunt's hand when she died, um, you know, and they were old and it was very peaceful, but not mm. for Austin. He was seventeen, not ready to go. Yeah, and so the memories of watching my baby die, mm. and um, and then having them—sorry, having mm. them—cover um, him up in the quilt mm. and carry him down the stairs
0: mm.
1: and out to the car. You know, were very painful, and I could not. Once I would get into that memory, I could not get out, and it was the PTSD yeah. all over again. So I knew going in to answer long question, long story. I knew going into that piece of work that that's what I was going to experience that day, yeah. and it is scary going into your pain, knowing that you're going to relive your worst trauma, right. and your worst nightmare, and um, but I think that it's completely necessary in order to completely heal that and start mending that huge canyon, you yeah. know, from having your heart ripped apart. Yeah. So it, it is daunting. It is scary. But yeah. it's, I believe as a Gestaltist, it's necessary for your healing.
0: Right. I would, I would think that someone who has lived under the shadow of or the pain of losing a child at some point would want something new would want to get on would want to not have to live under the pain of that heaviness right right um but at the same time i, th- I could see where parents would get stuck as but i don't know if I, I don't i don't know if i can go back and relive that was so painful i don't know that i want to go back into an, in a situation where i'd have to relive that pain right it sounds like from you what's but, but that's it's through like the way out is through like you've got to go through
1: exactly the way out is through and at some point as a parent remember that movie what was it um was it groundhog's day where you keep living the same day over and over and over and over
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know at some point you Mm -hmm. i made a conscious decision Mm -hmm. and i think parents do that they're ready to move forward and it yeah. doesn't mean forgetting, it doesn't mean moving on, it's moving forward right. in your life and allowing yeah, yourself mm-hmm. to go ahead and heal mm. because living that life of pain is so freaking hard. Mm. You know, the, the emotion, it, it's, it's tiring, um, it's sad.
0: Sad, yeah, dark.
1: Dark, and I don't know anybody who wants to live that way, yeah. Right? And so, the way past the way forward is through, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think that with a loving horse holding space for you, oh. and a loving coach who has been there and knows the pain that you're going through, yeah, um, it's doable.
0: I think that's the thing, um, I would want. Uh, from a coach is somebody who has been where I am, because you every um, every traumatic experience in its you know in its different ways. So somebody coming back from war versus somebody who lost a child versus like they all have their own unique um, topography or landscape or like the the way it is, right. and that you have been through this particular landscape and probably know the things I'm telling myself that you you can, you also, in addition to the horse, can hold space for me. Yes. Um, and that I trust you. Like I wouldn't wanna go into a situation like that with someone who didn't understand the depths of pain and thoughts and places I go in my head. I would definitely want somebody who's been through so that I can get through.
1: Because I can tell you the the pain, um, the trauma of losing my son, mm was a million times magnified over what I went through with all that loss as a 19 year old. Right. And I, I truly do believe that this is my purpose here on this Mm -hmm. planet. Um, Yeah. You know, I, I truly do believe that I am here to help parents grieve and complete that, that part of their journey so right. that they can find joy again and it yeah. is possible to find joy again cuz here i am
0: right right yeah t- talk about that a little bit cuz i know it's um it, it would be hard to imagine that there's life on the other side of this type of a loss but like you've guided parents through this and, and not just parents but other people who have lost friends best friends um pets uh, any any sort of significant loss. I know you m- walked people through that. So it, like what does life look like on the other side for those people that you've helped?
1: I would say there are definite uh, rememberings sure. I like to call them. yeah, you know um, I think one of my biggest fears after Austin died is that I would forget him mm. because you know how after have you lost somebody significant in your life?
0: I've never had to lose someone like that like that. no.
1: okay. well, after, a big loss, a grandparent, um, a best friend, you know, after so many years, mm. it, you get used to them being gone. Yeah. And you don't think about them every minute of every day, of mm. every week, of every month anymore. Right. And that was my biggest fear about losing Austin. Mm. I did not want to forget him. And I don't mean forget like he never existed. Yeah. Um, right. But- A different forget, you know. Um, And I think that that is, I don't want to say that it's a relief, but it's a a weight lifted Mm -hmm. not to carry that intense sorrow Mm, on my shoulders every minute of every day. And, you know, my office here is full of Austin. I showed you a picture earlier on my desk. And I've got some back there. Um, You can't see it, but I, it's kind of silly, but I have my whole desk right here is unicorns because Mm. he sends me signs. And for a long time, it was unicorns. Hmm. And so as I think when you start to heal that grief Mm -hmm. and you become aware and you're open Mm -hmm. to the possibility that they are still here with us and for us, Mm -hmm. you do become able to find joy again. And you do open up to finding your new normal. Yeah. Um, you mm. do learn how to live again, you know, and in yeah. my case you choose to do something completely different than you spent your last 25 years doing. Right. Because for me, yeah. I couldn't do that anymore. It, it wasn't the same. It, it, that normal didn't work for me anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's so important for people to hear. Um, it's it would be hard to uh, see that as a reality in the pain, it's
1: but very to sim- hard.
0: to hear that it is possible, I think just cr- opens the door the the smallest amount to be like, okay, there is something else possible here.
1: And I think if I can crack that door just enough to let the light in, yeah. So that a grieving parent can see right. that their life is not over. The pain yeah. is not going to weigh them down for the rest of their living days. Yeah. You know, yeah. he is always here. He's always here. He's yeah. always with me. Right. Um, and not in that? a
0: way that it feels heavy, but I'm guessing because right. you, you seem at peace with it and you have yeah. um, good memories and there's a, <clears throat> a joy of remembering versus a sorrow.
1: There's very definite, a joy of remembering, mm. you know, I, I try to focus now on don't, um, uh, don't grieve that he's gone, you know, right. and um, rejoice in that he was here. You know, he yeah, was, yeah. he is.
0: Right. Right. And
1: yeah. I would love to be able to help parents mm. everywhere, you know, across the yeah. nation, maybe across the world. Cause I have such yeah. big dreams. Yeah. Know that they can uh, achieve inner healing Mm -hmm. and not have that heaviness all the time. And and it really is okay to find joy and grief, which was a struggle for me. If I healed, it meant that he didn't he he didn't Mm
0: -hmm.
1: he wasn't. Right. He wasn't my son if I healed. Right. Not true at all.
0: Right, right. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Right, I love that. I feel like one of the things I I really appreciate about this particular work that you do is that um I think loss, especially like really heavy loss, like a like a child, really or really any loss that is really significant to you, um it's hard for others don't know how to be around you. Like right like it's like I'm walking on eggshells and your loss is so uncomfortable for me that I I might not even check in with you and I would imagine parents um, who have lost kids their friends have ghosted them like not not because they don't love them but because it's so hard to be around and I don't know how to support you I think that having community and having help and having somebody see you like having you, Daylin, see them, see them, right. understand them, and not have to walk on eggshells, but to be like right there would be um, a lot of times the breath of air I need Exactly to move forward.
1: Yeah. Coming up for air, you know, because you yeah. feel like you're just drowning right. in sorrow. Yeah. And to, to offer somebody that bubble of air, right, yeah. Yeah. that can save their life.
0: Right. fully is- totally agree.
1: One of, I think one of the greatest things I could possibly do here on this yeah. planet, and people don't want to acknowledge and and mm-hmm. don't know what to say, don't know what to do, yeah right yeah um, even in cases where I had a family member I didn't hear from for a really long time, and I understand why now he he did not know what to say to me right was lost, yeah, and you know so it's better to say something than not say anything at all. Mm. But we parents want to hear our child's name and and we want to tell you about Mm. them and Mm. and show you pictures like I did and let you know who they are and what their loves and joys were and,
0: Mm. you know,
1: our dreams for them that we'll never see come true. And that is all a a part of the gestalt healing. Yeah. You know, sharing with somebody like me. Yeah. What you've lost in your life. So,
0: yeah. Wow. Uh, on one hand, I would say this is really deep. And on the other hand, I would say this is really encouraging and, and, um, and important. Um, it takes a lot of courage, I think, to hold space for people to go through that type of a shadow, that type of a valley in, in life. And uh, I think this is really, really important work. How, how do people learn about your work, Daylin, Or how do they reach out to you to work with you to move through something like this?
1: So I have a really great website, <laughs> uh, joyfulspiritcoaching.com. Mm. And um, on there is all of my information, my phone number. You can also reach me at Daylin at joyfulspiritcoaching.com. So it's D-A-E-L-Y-N. Perfect, yeah. And uh, email me and I'm there
0: perfect so if you listening to this have lost a child or something else that's been very important to you it could have been a parent a best friend a pet but if yes. you've gone through loss yeah there's there is a new normal on the other side and uh, what there is to do to re- is to uh, reach out to dalen awesome dalen thank you for the work that you're doing this is um really really important really beautiful day. thanks so much